Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I am very excited to have Dan Rodriguez, Corporate Vice President and General Manager of our Network Platforms Group, in the studio with me. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me on, Allison. It's great to be back on Chip Chat. So it's been a whirlwind week for you and the Network Platform Group team, and we're going to unpack a lot of news today. But let's just get started. It seems like Intel has made a major step forward in delivering 5G network infrastructure. Why is this such a critical point for Intel, Dan, and how does it fit into your strategy for the Network Platform Group? You know, we've been putting a ton of investment and really our heart and mind into driving network transformation. And we've seen quite a bit of progress. If you go back to the early days of network transformation, this is where we collectively as an industry have really innovated and drove innovations such as network function virtualization and also done things like DPDK, moving into the Linux Foundation to really grow the broad ecosystem to be able to support utilizing servers in the world of networking to unleash the scale and the flexibility of the network. And what we're seeing now is we're seeing a tremendous amount of traction with that strategy. And if you look at where we're at as an overall industry, 50% of all core network deployments are now virtualized, and that number is increasing up to 80% by 2024, and that is fueled by 5G. So to get to the heartier question, where we're going is we're going into the 5G era where the 5G era is truly demanding a service-ready architecture so comm service providers can deliver services really from any point in their network. So it's really fueling the need to transform the network, and we're really excited to be partnering with the overall industry, whether it's software vendors, hardware vendors, or directly with the comm service providers. Now, it's been raining 5G network silicon at Intel this week, so I want to talk about what products were delivered and how they fit into that vision. And we're going to start with Xeon Scalable. This is an interesting one in terms of enhanced portfolio for the second generation of Xeon Scalable processors, a processor that applies to a lot of environments from cloud to network to edge, but obviously forms a foundation for many of the network infrastructure deployments that you're driving today. Why was this important to include in this moment? So as you recall, I just mentioned the success that really the industry has had in driving the market to utilize virtualized network servers in the core network. And if you think about our Xeon scale processor, that is the critical component that really fuels all that innovation and allows the network to not only do the job of the network, but also be able to do so much more. So when I think about what we just launched earlier this week, I think about the critical SKUs that we launched that really do provide increased flexibility as well as increased performance. The products that we introduce introduce roughly 36% more performance and 42% more performance per dollar versus their prior gen. And that performance is critical to truly fuel a 5G network, hitting the overall performance specs, but then the overall Xeon architecture and the robust software ecosystem around it give core network developers all sorts of flexibility on those platforms. Now, the star of the show really is the small but mighty Intel Autumn P5900, and it seems to be garnering a tremendous amount of interest from the industry and from our end customers. Tell me about why this product is so unique 
in what it's delivering and why this has been an acute focus for customers in terms of integration into solutions. Yes, we're truly excited about the Atom P5900. This was a product that we really designed from the ground up to meet the needs of the radio access network or the wireless access market. It's tailored for it. It's critical. It basically enables developers to ensure that they can meet the latency and band requirements of a 5G network. This SOC packs the right amount of computes, the right amount of connectivity, as well as acceleration technology to deliver 5G-ready base stations today as well as well into the future. Now, we've said before that we have aspirations of delivering to market leadership in this space and reaching 40% of the market by 2022. Where are we with that goal with this product coming into the market? When we think about our journey as really a supplier, and I would say much more of a partner to base station companies as well as comm service providers, we made a tremendous amount of progress in the last five years. Going back to 2014, we pretty much had no share in this market segment. Last year, we made a bold statement. We said by 2022, we would be 40% market segment share. Thanks to really strong customer support as well as a very strong product lineup, we're able to pull in that market segment share forecast and be able to deliver that by 2021. So delivering roughly 40% market segment share by 2021, making us the number one silicon vendor in the base station market. Now that's huge, and it's obviously a major shakeup within the radio access network arena. When we look at this space, obviously there's a lot of business that is being driven right now for 5G wireless radio access networks. There's also a lot of work going on in different models that we can deploy virtualized radio access network. How is Intel involved there, and where is the industry going? First of all, when you think about the overall 5G network, you should be thinking about all the different frequency bands and service types that are required for comm service providers to deal with. And when you think about the different options out there, your virtualized RAN is one good option that can solve the needs for a 5G network. And Intel's made a ton of investments, not only in Xeon, but also in software to truly enable the overall market. As a result, we've been collaborating with numerous players, whether it's ISVs, OEMs, system vendors, or directly with comm service providers. And I'm really excited about some of the early momentum we're seeing in this market and really strong traction. For example, we've been partnering with China Mobile, China Unicom, Telefonic, and Rocketon, and now we're starting to see not only trials out there, but early deployments of virtualized RAN. When you look at what we're delivering, we've talked about the processor foundation for networks with Xeon and Atom. We also look at workload acceleration with network accelerators. Can you talk about what Intel delivered in terms of new news in that space this week and how it fits in with our focus on 5G network infrastructure? When you think about Intel's offering for 5G infrastructure, I think the first thing that should come to mind is that we have the broadest portfolio of products to really meet multiple deployment types. We've got our Xeon processor, which is a great fit for overall core networks, as well as virtualized radio access networks. We have our SOCs, as I just mentioned, the Atom P5900, that is really built from the ground up to meet the needs of 
the radio access network as well. And then we've got a host of different solutions ranging from custom ASIC capability to structured ASICs to FPJs that allow our customers to put in their own unique IP into silicon. And the announcement that we made this week was around our new structured ASIC, codenamed Diamond Mesa. And essentially, that is a footprint-compatible part with our FPGAs, and it gives roughly 50% more performance than our prior generation structured ASICs, or up to 50% lower power. So you can think about that structured ASIC is really on that continuum between an ASIC and an FPGA. Well, the structured ASIC does provide a little bit lower power and lower cost than an FPGA, and it doesn't have the same amount of complexities involved in it in developing a full-blown custom ASIC. And then finally, we announced a new Ethernet 700 series adapter to round out the portfolio. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, when you think about Intel, one of the things that should pop in mind is that we truly look at all of the different network locations as really a system. And when we're analyzing the overall system, we look at Xeon, we look at all the other Intel platform ingredients. And in this case, we knew it was critically important to truly unleash 5G use cases of tomorrow for us to introduce a new Ethernet adapter with the correct hardware enhancements in it to enable the network service providers to be able to utilize network nodes in the radio access network that we're going to enable them to meet the latency requirements of 5G. So essentially, we introduced a new Ethernet adapter that was tailor-made for the radio access network and actually other use cases such as industrial and financial services that are also very latency sensitive as well. When you look at all of this together, obviously it gives us a lot to work on with the industry and with our customers. And the MWC timeframe that we find ourselves in, even if we aren't in Barcelona, is a great time to check in with how things are moving with the industry. Are there any particular customer collaborations that you're specifically excited about that were showcased this week? Yes. I mean, when you look at the overall industry and you think about where it's going, I'm quite pleased with the overall industry collaborations. I mean, we've been collaborating with a number of folks in the radio access network, whether it's service providers or some of the telecommunication equipment manufacturers such as ZTE, Nokia, and Ericsson. In addition to this, when we think about 5G, I also immediately think about edge computing. And in that space, there is deep partnerships not only the comm service providers, but there's also deep partnership with many folks across the industry to unleash all sorts of amazing experiences across a 5G network. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Dan. One final question for you. How can folks reach out to you and find out more information about what you and the team are doing to deliver this great 5G network infrastructure innovation? You can reach out to us by going to intel.com forward slash network, or you can catch me on DanRod2000 on Twitter. Thanks so much for being on the program today. It's a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Allison. It was great chatting with you. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 